The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Trust in Messiah. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, with the wonderful Raptors hoodie are you? I am your producer, Freddie. Uh, how you doing? Coming live from the Roselands. Baby, coming from the Roselands. Shout out Jane and Egg. Uh, I'm in my new place. I'm doing good. Uh, if you are tuning into this pod for the first time or coming back, we are a Raptor slash NBA pod. We're comedians and, um, you know, Commercial actors and I I wasn't sure what else we are, but we're a lot of things. Okay. Uh, But yeah, this we dabble. We dabble. This is a a fun pod. We have analysts on too sometimes. And, you know, we, we, we just go hard more hardcore fans. So thank you so much for joining us. And um, like all pods, you know, we really can use uh, all the support we can get. Uh, It kind of helps us carry on. So yeah, if you want to help us in any way, uh, Matt, take it away. How can you do that? You can go to dunkspodcast.com if you'd like to see our website. You can listen to the episodes there. I will also say in the show notes, you can click on the guests' names if you want to uh, easily click Mm -hmm. on their social media handles and stuff, and as well see other episodes they've done at the Sonar Network with us and other podcast shows there. So it's kind of cool. It kind of clumps them all together and shows, you know, just how how many, you know, get their different opinions that they've had through the years on our show because, you know, most of our guests have been repeating for some time. And, you know, yeah, please go check out our Patreon if you can ship in a couple bucks here or four bucks here. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're spending a lot of money now on on celebrity cameos to give some mm-hmm. intros and stuff. Seems to be a really smart and important business model for most podcasts. If you can get the celebrity shout out, you take it. Okay? So that's what we're trying to do. And, you know, yeah, it is. it spring's coming. But I, I went outside. I took the garbage out yesterday. And I swear to God, it was still winter. So I put my goddamn toque on. Get that toque on. Pharisee Dunk's toque. Oh, immediately worried. I forgot that it was an anti-itch toque. Thought I was going to be scratching my head like a bear in the woods. But anti-itch, it's fantastic. Uh, won't You won't sweat either. It's just kind of, you know, it's like a magical elixir, but in a toque. So thank you for the support. And we hope you enjoy the, this show. <laughs> wow. Maddie D, always a professional. Always coming with weird gems. Um, scratch my head like a bear in the woods. <laughs> uh, I guess they do scratch their head. I, I thought they scratched their back. That's like a thing. Scratching their head specifically. Well, when they're honestly, lost. For Oh, right. Yes, yes. Like, where am I? Scratch your head. I got it. Um, that's, yeah, a classic bear lost. Uh, they don't use their smell or anything like that. They no. just scratch their head. Uh, but, um... Yeah, this was a really fun pod. We have a comedian, Matt Henry. He's a stand-up I've known since high school. Just an incredibly funny guy. Also, you know, a loud presence at the Raptors games. And, uh, you know, our, our, our major regular, Catherine Niker, who I do my WNBA, uh, you know, the pickup WNBA podcast with, uh, which we recorded today as well. Um, just, uh, you know, just a fantastic pod. We talk about who we 
want to and not want to play in the playoffs, who we think should be celebrated at Scotiabank, uh, you know, like like the way that the Canadian men's uh, soccer team was. Mike Weir when he won. Mike Weir, bring him out. <laughs> um, we talk about the Raptor. Uh, no, it's uh, it, it's good. And, and for NBA, we talk about, who, you know, who's getting slept on. And, you know, guys like Shea Gildress, uh, you know, who are good players and, and not a great situation who maybe need rescuing. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, you know, uh, opine about some of that. Yeah. But um, before we get into this, uh, you know, the last two pods, I've talked about Brittany Griner. So I'll just remind everyone, if that's not something you're familiar with, uh, get familiar with it. It's it's a really kind of horrible story. She, you know, she's being used as a pawn. Um in in russia and uh is facing potential jail time and um it's clearly a fraudulent scenario and uh you know i'm not sure what his name was but there's a guy who uh you know won the oscar for queens of basketball uh the short doc which which i really want to see as well and uh yeah he said you know put pressure on biden like bring britney home so uh Make sure that's something you're familiar with and care about because it's it's a bad situation and we got to be loud about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and with that said, um, I think we're ready to pod. Let's dive right in there. Matt, if you feel like we're good to go, please give me those delicious words I love so much. Okay. Okay. guacamole let's do this uh yeah let's look at going here we got a very very fun pod it's good times for the raptors like things are fun i was at the boston celtics game uh they didn't bring brown or tatum but we beat them so you got to play your stars when you play the raptors that's one of my favorite things uh, let's let's just bring the guests on. Let's start talking Raptors. Let's start talking NBA as we work our way into the final stretches of the regular season. First, uh, I just did a WNBA podcast with her. It's like a basketball podcast day. She's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Incredible stand-up, incredible writer, incredible basketball personality, and just honestly, an incredible person. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for the one, the only, the Nick Nurse OG lover, Catherine Niker. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you? Good. If anyone's watching this on YouTube, and you should be, I am significantly closer to the camera than <laughs> mm-hmm. I normally am. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why or how, because I haven't changed my setup. Listen, this is close up, Catherine. Uh, you know, we just did a podcast together. It was on Zoom. Maybe this is a StreamYard thing. Where StreamYard's like, Maybe, let's get in there. But I've used StreamYard before. I just mm-hmm. feel like, you know, <laughs> look, if anybody just wants some extra like close up of my double chin <laughs> or just like what the rest of my face looks like without makeup, like just feel free to hop on the YouTube for this episode because you'll, you'll see it all. Folks, she's downplaying. She's downplaying her beauty. Catherine's, <laughs> Catherine's gorge. She got double pink, got some cool red glasses, nice headphones. Things are good. Yeah, Me, yeah. on the other hand, some books, a pillow, a cabinet. That's what that's that's what you get in the background. Uh, but let's let's bring on guest number two. 
uh, he's always a riot, man. I, I've, I've known this guy for honestly uh, the greater part of my life. He's uh, one of the funniest dudes I know. We went to high school together. An amazing stand-up, great personality. Like we were joking about how he often finds his way onto the camera in the broadcast, but like that's how he rolls, and it's legitimate. And he he's a master heckler. Like he finds a role player, he takes him down. Uh, I wish he, he was at the Boston game getting saucy uh, yesterday, and so was I. So I, I wish I wish I knew that because he's probably like heckling you know Neesmith and grant williams and we'll, we'll we'll figure out where he's at but give it up as loud as you can even if even if you're at home alone for the stand-up that sits down comedian matt henry oh yeah back on the pod um happy to be back um the game last night was it was good man um, the Raptors did, you know, overtime, little free basketball, you know, got a little, 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 uh, sketchy going into overtime last night, but, uh, more basketball the merrier. And, mm-hmm. uh, I had two beers in my hand at the time anyways. So it, uh, it was a good night. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good nice. night. Oops. No, hey, nobody hey, was safe, man. Uh, yeah. Nobody was safe. Uh, yeah, it was my first night commuting home. So I was rocking the Jane bus. Things were good. You know, I had a good time. Took me a long time to get home, but things were all right. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Well, you're only going up to Eglinton. Don't act like you're all. Yeah. Jane Steele's (laughs) wowza. No. Um, Yeah. It didn't take me that long to get home. Midtown. What's up? Okay. Let's uh, let's get right into it. Maddie. Good, sir. Uh, You legend of a producer. You please give me your weirdest Raptors sting. The torrent of Raptors slander out of your fucking mouth. (laughs) <laughs> wow oh shit yes okay we don't yes. often do this actually sometimes i like to just make fun of the sting and and not get any information on it but maddie i need to know who's speaking in that is that you what's going on keep the torrent of raptor slander out of your fucking mouth Okay. That is okay. This is a weirdly, This is what. Okay. Is that? Is it? What's the computer element here? Are you editing a voice together? <laughs> you can't let people know these secrets. Fair yeah. Enough. Listen. Yeah, you know what? Will Smith was all jacked up after the Oscars. I sent him an Instagram message. I said, "Hey, let's get light about this. You know, roll with it. Cool. Cool. And so we just sent me an Instagram recording, and this is this is where we are." You know, so after he released his statement on Instagram, immediately he then did messaged this. you and did <laughs> Great. this recording. Yeah. yeah, that adds up. <laughs> that adds up for sure. And I'm sure, you know, like we spent a lot of money on Cameo with Stephen A. Smith last week. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, last weekend. Oh. And oh. who else? So I yeah. hope this Damn. didn't take away from our Cameo budget. Uh, I did spend a little more. The Toronto Raptors are a good team. Yeah. You fucking donkey. <laughs> What's that? What's going on, Ramsey? I need some of this Patreon money, bro. What, what is going no, on, man? I need some of it too. Hey, what is going on What's on this podcast? We need some madness. He's emptying the clip on oh. cameo over here. Matt is the most connected person in Hollywood, <laughs> and he has just decided to let us know. Yeah, Matt is letting us know he's worldwide, Matt. <laughs> worldwide. Matt. <laughs> 
Wow. Good God. Okay. You know what? Let's move on, but just let's all tip our hat. Even if you're by yourself, tip your hat to Maddie D. He's we, going we need, off right We now. need Idris Elba next. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, you have an assignment. I want Idris Elba just like selling a new snowblower. <laughs> um, it, 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 maybe Vin wow. Diesel would be fun because he talks really slow. Yeah. Like very oh, deep and very slow. Yeah, Fast 11, the promo for COD. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to go to you first, uh, Mr. Matt Henry. Um, and yeah, let's, like, we're going to frame this question. The Raptors are tied for fifth uh, with Chicago right now, but I want to frame this question as if the Raptors are going to avoid the play-in. So we don't need to deal with the whole like, oh, what are we going to do in one game against Brooklyn or Charlotte or whatever. I want... You know, let's let's imagine we kind of finish sixth or fifth. So we're likely facing, you know, I don't know, Chicago, Miami, Philly, or Milwaukee. So out of those opponents, you can even eliminate Chicago if you want. It can be the, you know, the four that look like they're going to finish one to four. Who, who do you want the most? Who do you not want the most in a series and why? Okay, so, you know, if the playoffs started right now, they play the books and I don't, I don't want that. I really don't. I, I think the bulls are fraudulent, bro. I really do. And uh, they've been losing to good teams and it's proof. Like I think um, all, I don't want to say all the problems that come with DeMar are going to shine right now, but that's the problems that the Raptors had with them and that's playoff time. So I would prefer them to play someone like the Bulls, um, really, that's like number one. Everyone else is—it's kind of shady in that plan. You know, maybe there's an upset there, and then you deal with someone from that uh, fallout after. But if we can get that a Bulls first round matchup, I think uh, I think they'll win. Yeah, I think so too. I think I wouldn't go as far to say the Bulls are fraudulent because I think—I mean, we'll see, right? We'll see. I think Demar has like some low key pressure on him. Obviously a guy like James Harden has massive pressure, but I think DeMar is better suited to not, you know, with a guy like Levine and I'm not sure where Alonzo's at, but I just think there's a, they have a more synergy on that team defense. I, I think that team, you know, I think the Raptors dominate Vucevic again in a series. If we happen to go up against Chicago, um, and I think it's sort of like an offense versus defense. And, and, and to me, yeah, for sure, that's the team. Um, and actually, uh, the, uh, sorry, too many thoughts at, at the same time. Shout out ADHD. Uh, that's the team I think I for sure want to play. And I'm totally with you on the Bucs. Uh, I, I think there's this idea where it's like, well, we have a lot to throw at Giannis. And I, th- no. I think that's kind of true. But I also think Giannis would, would dominate us. And yep. I, I'd be scared of that. And the the Bucks are just a fine tuned machine, and with with Lopez coming back right now, their drop back defense. There's a lot I don't like about playing them. They just yeah. won the championship. I know yeah. people forget that, but um, yeah, that's that's my team. I don't want to play, uh, Catherine. I'm gonna go to you first, but but I wasn't really factoring in Chicago. So I'm gonna say this: the other team that I feel like out of those four that I want to play. And, you know, quote, unquote, I don't really want to. Uh, all these teams are good. I re- wish we had a home court, right? But uh, it's Philly. Uh, I think we do a good job on Harden. I think Embiid would get his, would dominate. But I think that the collective of the Raptors 
uh, and our transition, like if our transition offense and defense is going to work against any team, it's Philly because Embiid struggles to run back and Harden doesn't want to. So I think like, you know, for instance, against Boston, that's not happening. Boston's going to get back. They're going to do, they're going to cause us problems. Same with Miami. Um, and definitely same with the, with the Bucks. So Philly's my team that I, you know, w- would like to play. Um, Catherine, where are you at? Who do you want to play? Who do you not want to play? Are we out of control with this fraudulent Chicago talk? <laughs> no, I don't think we're out of control. Why? My face is so close. <laughs> I can't handle it. I feel like Matt is playing a prank on I me. Swear I'm not. <laughs> I swear Listen, Matt is don't trust a prank Matt. on me. I can't handle it. It's, it was like you cut to me and it was a close up of my face. I'm so mad at you, Matt. I just feel like you were up to something. Check us out on YouTube, folks. Subscribe. Close ups. Like, Catholic did you face. join Scientology in the last week? That's how you got a hold of Will Smith. Or maybe I've been with them like all along. The, you went through all the tests and you're finally like anointed or something and now there's just extreme close-ups of me and nobody else (laughs) moving away from my mic what if i like (laughs) what if i just move my mic and i just physically move further away from from this oh my god okay hey that's good oh holy hell (laughs) but now the the mic's pointed at my mouth in like a weird way all right here we go can you hear (laughs) is this better yeah Yeah, there's like a ha- there's like a one second still of me in the mic, and it's not good. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, are the are the bulls fraudulent? Well, here's the thing, Freddie. I do think there's a lot of pressure on the bulls, and I do think there's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on Demar. Like mm-hmm. I think you know because we're Raptors homers. We're all just kind of low key rooting for Demar. Maybe mm-hmm. not everybody, but I do think from like an NBA public conscious perspective, he has a lot to prove in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. this is his opportunity to do it. Agreed. So we'll see. But I would not be surprised if the Bulls uh, didn't do as well as expected in the first round. They could just be a regular season uh, sweet story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, because like, I mean, they had a lot of injuries midseason and I haven't seen them like very recently. Like, I, I think they got Caruso back not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So I I haven't seen them since then. And Patrick Williams, who's the uh, like. Right. The, that's the other one. Similar to Barnes. Same school, same position, same draft number. Yeah. So I'm not like 100 percent. I don't really know. They could be fraudulent. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's like a spicy, hot, outrageous take. Um, with that being said, Freddie, I do agree with you. I think out of all the top four teams currently, who and I think this top four it might shift, but I think these four teams are going to be the top four. Me too. Um, the Raptors are four games behind right now, and there, I don't know if there's enough games for everyone else to drop off for us to get into the top four. Um, yeah, I think it's Philly. I think Philly would be the team um, that we would want to see the most out of these four. Now, it's not um, – I don't know. I mean, I guess it could happen. I'm just looking at it now. Like, the Bucks and Sixers seem tied mm-hmm. um, right now. So, yeah, I would root for the Sixers because 
Um, as great as uh, Embiid is, uh, I agree with all your points about transition. And let's be real, like Harden is only good when he wants to be. And he doesn't consistently care to be good. And I think the Raptors are the type of team he could sleep on. Like, I, I can see him underestimating us, which is good for us. Mm-hmm. And and I think the Heat are and the Bucks and the Celtics are way too strong right now. Like, everybody, you know, last night's game was a lot of fun. But if we're being real, they didn't have four of their starters and it went into overtime and we were otherwise a healthy team minus Ken Birch. So like that does not actually stack up well for us, frankly, if we're facing the Celtics. I I totally agree. I think the Celtics are very real. Um, you know, at that game last night, like I I get the foul call thing, but I also feel like I don't know. I, I've had this vibe with the Celtics ever since we played them in the playoffs. Like, I know it's a different coach now, but like they get nurse. They're they're the team that I feel like understands how to beat the Raptors the most. Mm. They they punish us when we're over aggressive. I, I just feel like if we go up against the Celtics, you know, Barnes and Siakam foul trouble the whole series. And I don't know. There's just a vibe that I feel like the Celtics. They are, they're calm. They're composed. I mean, you know, uh, losing Time Lord, losing Williams, massive loss for them. And I think that's going to hurt their ceiling in the playoffs. But I, I, I don't want the Celtics. I mean, these top, these top four teams are great. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it will be like a challenge, whoever the Raptors play. But I, I agree. The Celtics are not a team. I mean, earlier in the season, I was like, yeah, whatever. But they've figured it out. And they're really good. Their role players are good. Um you know, I, I I know that like yeah, it took us to overtime to beat them, but they're they're they have a talented roster. Like they draft well, and everyone buys in, and like even got like Pritchard. Like there's a lot of just like overall kind of talent. You know, smart. it's it's a next man up uh, mentality they have right there, and that's why the game went into overtime like it did. Everyone had jobs. Like it, it didn't feel like anyone was trying to. Uh, make up for the fact that you know that they didn't have stars last night mm-hmm. you know what i mean well, it's like they just they just played their game and uh that's what you get um you know when something like that happened when you have a team like that so i, I agree with you guys i don't want oh oh i think i think we maybe lost uh mr matt henry uh for a sec there but we, we can carry on and he'll uh he'll rejoin um but I agree with them. It was next man up and mm-hmm, uh, they too. were professional. But did I cut you off at all, Catherine? Um, no. Yeah. So is, is, Bo- is Boston your number one don't want to play? No, I think the Miami Heat are my number one don't want to play, but mainly for emotional reasons. Yeah. We, we're, I don't want to fucking see Kyle Lowry in the first round of the playoffs. Like, It'd be heartbreaking. Kidding me? No, 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 no. That, that um, would be the only team we beat where it would be kind of sad because we'd be like, oh, no, you left us and then we beat you. I would not be sad. Really? Okay, fair. I would be a ball of emotions. I'd be many emotions. But I wouldn't just be sad. Well, I, I also would be uh, pretty happy. Uh, Matt Henry, we're back. We just basically said your points were bang on. Uh, and we're <laughs> yeah, I, I could hear you guys. I uh, I don't know what happened there. Switching back to the regular camera instead of this plug-in one. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Next man up. I don't want. I don't want to. I would love to play Kyle Lowry. That's that's the movie. 
Right. That, I mean, the drama, and also let me just say, Nurse versus Spo. That's a big time Ooh, coaching battle. That's good. That's good basketball. Also, Precious versus Bam. Let's go. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Every but every basket is gonna mean something. You know what I mean? Like anytime someone misses, the hearts are gonna be mm-hmm. out of your chest for the entire game. And uh I do like games like that, but my my emotions, you know. Also, let, yeah, it, it's a movie until we're like down O2, and then it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, or O3, and then it's like, oh shoot, maybe this isn't a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate that I'm saying this, and I feel like I'm not the only person to say this, but I'm just, I'm really, this whole year, I've been getting like big time Rudy Gay trade vibes where we just get better as the whole season goes along. And we have a really like magical first round and like have a tough loss in seven games. So I, I just, I'm just getting that vibe. I'm getting the vibe that like this Raptors team has to learn a little bit, but are, but is worth I'm, investing. I'm not, get, I'm not getting the Rudy Gay comparison. Well, oh, sorry. Like we traded Rudy Gay. We were like on the fringe of tanking, but then we went oh, on the and streak. Then we got really good. We were yeah, amazing. Yeah. We lost to like Garnett Pierce, uh, Brooklyn Nets. And it was, you know, like oh, I La- keep forgetting that was the same year. Yeah. Lowry got blocked, uh, you know, uh, by Pierce at the buzzer game seven. It was just like, it was just heart wrenching, but also it was cool because, you know, we ended up winning a championship like five years later, but those were the, that's when the seeds were planted that it's like, this is real. And I think that, that this year has that vibe to me, but um, right. Yeah. Let's, let's keep moving here. Um, Maddie, come on in for this one. Uh, we're going to get a, perhaps a little bit silly. Uh, oh first of all, shout out to the, uh, uh, you know, the Alfonso Davies and, and, and the crew. Uh, Canada men's soccer team has made the World Cup. It's incredible. And they actually brought them to half court and we all got to cheer them on at the game. It was really nice. Uh, just, just a fun feel. Like I was born in 1986. And I'm uh, pretty sure that's the last time uh, Canada was in the World Cup and only time. So that's fun. Uh, but in the spirit of that, I, I want to see, you know, who else should we be bringing out to center court? What other Canadian heroes or, or you know, behind the scenes or not behind the scenes, but like who needs to be celebrated in, in Scotiabank in front of like 21,000 people? Let's go to uh, you first, Catherine. Okay, so I have a weird answer. Love it. You know, this isn't necessarily a who we should bring out to center court because technically they're already there. But who should be celebrated more at a Raptors game? It's it's the halftime entertainment. We sleep on the halftime entertainment all the time we like we get our popcorn we get our drinks we use the washroom and front like we could just spin like three plates at the same time like who are we to sleep on these entertainers i don't even know what it takes to spin plates in front of a crowd professionally like i don't even know what that trajectory is or like you see all of these like aerobics uh, you, you see people, you know, jumping in and out of hoops. We got, we got puppies and babies racing. Like mm-hmm. I never leave when it's halftime. 
I never leave. I'm like, this is like, this is amazing that these people have dedicated so much of their lives to be able to do this for us right now. This Catherine, is not to be dismissed, in my opinion. You are preaching to the choir yeah. here at the Boston game. Uh, the my my buddy Kieran, who's my my season seat buddy. Um, we go to six games, you know, uh, in in normal times uh, a year together. You should have seen the joy he felt when Simon says was coming out. He was going <laughs> crazy, and I always try and pick a quiet moment where I shout out you know, get a nice laugh for my section. And I got a big one. <laughs> as soon as I was done, everything got quiet. And I think the guy's name's so funny. Who does Simon says his name's Steve Max. So I yelled, everybody give it up for Steve Max. And I got a big laugh. Uh, felt great. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, it, Wait, sorry. Can you just, sorry. Can you clarify for me? Who is Steve Max and Steve what Max, exactly is he doing? So he does, he, he's been a halftime performer for a long time. He does Simon Says, but at like bullet speed. Do you know so, him personally? Definitely not. Okay. Um, never met him. Just admire from afar. Like, okay. This, he does, this, like, he's the guy who's like, hands up, hands down. Simon Says, and he goes really fast and eliminates people. Um, Catherine, I don't know if you've seen this. Google it if you haven't. This guy's first of all, he's nuts. Second of all, <laughs> he's hilarious. And his name's Steve Max. So I don't know. Like that's just a good time for me. Uh so yeah, I'm I'm all the way with you. Uh obviously Red Panda is like true legend. Yeah. Um, and you know, I forget what the guy's name is, but the guy with the little dog, huge. Um okay, let's go to you next, uh Matt Henry. Who needs to be appreciated more? Who who do we need to bring out to half court? Or like you know, Catherine says, if we are bringing out bring them out to half court, like celebrate them a bit more. Um, first of all, I want to I I really started to realize how drunk I was last night because I do not remember that Simon Max thing at all. Um, <laughs> By the so, way, Simon Max is a better name than Steve Max somehow. I, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, there are some, there have been some bad halftime shows. Not everyone deserves to, wow. I mean, make them, make them particular ones. The Lithuanian halftime show they had that time for Jonas and some Lithuanian appreciation thing. I'm sorry. You don't get a. <laughs> oh, wow. How dare they, you? You they, like they, Lithuanian dancing? No, I, I believe it or not, I, I did not. Um, so you? not all of them. Uh, magicians, okay. Hashtag not all halftime performers. No. <laughs> magicians? Who are you talking about magicians? There there have been, uh, I've seen some sweet magic shows uh, during those halftimes. I get that, but no, not everybody. Um, wow. Can I, can I say, um, I, I went to the game when uh, Kawhi Leonard returned to Toronto. Mm -hmm. And at halftime, they got, uh, they got, oh my God, why am I blanking? Uh, Maestro Fresh West mm -hmm. to perform. And it was really sad. It was really sad. This is like no disrespect to him. It was just, it was already a blowout. We were down like so many points at the half and everybody was just sad about the whole Kawhi thing. And he kept trying to like get the crowd into it and like, nobody was like engaging with him. It was like, people were like afraid to make eye contact. Like it was so bad. I felt so bad for him. It was like, it felt like the worst open mic I'd ever attended. <laughs> well, it, it was so uh, horrible. Damn. 
Catherine but he certainly... wasn't terrible in and of himself. But it's like he can't. That's just not who you want at halftime. There's Catherine just certain is... people you want at halftime. Catherine is certainly letting her backbone slide on this one. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, slide out of this camera angle. <laughs> oh, wait. So, okay, okay. Let's just stay focused here. Who has ADD now, Freddie? Who has ADD I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed, um, but can we unmask the Raptor? Can he come <laughs> at halftime? Listen, you know what I mean? The guy wow. under there, has he been the same guy the whole time? We don't get you know to know I mean? that. See, like with, with Kane. This is a man in the iron mask, okay? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> honor this man. You know what I mean? Like Ray Mysterio. But you just take off, take it off one match. You know what I mean? One time, we celebrate all your call. Because he's been doing this for a long time, I'm assuming. It's the same guy. Yeah, okay, didn't he have is... like a torn Achilles one year? He and did. Was that replacement Raptor. Yeah, stripes. Mask. We should wow. unmask stripes. Yeah, yeah. So okay, it is unmasked the Raptor, Raptor, but it's stripes. And there's your WrestleMania preview, folks. Huge. Uh, Raptor <laughs> versus Raptor. And, you know, it's an unmasking, you know? This is good shit. I'm then, ready. The, then the big inflatable Raptor comes in. That's right. Pops. Huge. Um... Maddie D, what's up? Yo, uh, we've been talking about you know, yeah, like I, I didn't know Whoa. it was gonna go this way, but I'm it's sorry. gone this way. Unmasking so. the Raptor, I would love to see him actually do one game without the mascot uniform, just a guy running around doing the same thing. <laughs> sure, face paint. And be like, is he just a- keeps the God. tail. Yeah, <laughs> this is good. This so is good. Weird. we're getting into fetish cosplay territory. <laughs> um, the. Who I would like honored uh, mid-game at a Raptors game. Now, it's, it's you know, reaching into the MLSC family, and I think they really need this. Mm. Now, you know that I follow the Leafs pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Our goaltenders are so sensitive right now. Uh, if, they, if they let in two goals or less, they should be able to go to the next Raptors game and be honored for that. Not even if they win. <laughs> But yeah, if two goals or less, it's a shit show. Like we we're putting our goalie on waivers at the trade deadline. We've got a kid who's played like three games total now in his career. Uh, another guy's. It's just crazy. We need to we need to give these guys more love because they are not going to get it at Leaf games. So you know, bring over across the hall a couple of these guys, Mrazek and Shalgren, and just give them a, a solid uh, applause if they get two goals or less. Two goals or less. Worst comes to worst, just get them like, you know, <laughs> whoa, I'm close now. Um, get, get them. <laughs> I think I did get closer. Um, let's get them like a nice, like vacay with James Reimer at the very least to be like, here's what it's like. You're not always going to be in Toronto. Yeah. Um, there were some whisperings. We were going to get them back too, but it didn't hey, happen. Uh, I don't mind. Um, but uh, yeah. well, mine is probably less cool than yours, but. Maybe it's the most cool. I want a sort of shawarma T-shirt style gun. So I want to fire. I want to fire sort of shawarmas right in the audience. Um, you gotta have your heads up. You gotta be ready to catch it. How are we honoring and celebrating the shawarma before we do that, though? 
Well, that's, you know what? I have some holes in this idea. So for sure we can, maybe, maybe it's like, you know, when the Raptors comes out in the curtain and he's like, make some noise. Like the first curtain's like sorta. And then like he gets everyone to clap and then he goes under and rips the curtain and it's shawarma. And then it's just like everyone is like turrets and cannons and like, basically like hot lettuce wraps coming yeah. at you i was gonna say just mm-hmm. wait just wait until it's actual uh hot lettuce day and then mm-hmm. you can honor <laughs> it then when is oh, that april incredible. 2nd i think it's like um, in the dead of summer but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah july 25th hot lettuce day <laughs> hey sir did you order hot lettuce no no i didn't i didn't <laughs> leave me alone okay. <laughs> my own bit totally fell apart is but, uh, sort of shawarma some sort of not shawarma is this a is this a vegan thing but you you clearly live in the in the hundreds <laughs> raptor section you need to take a trip up to the 300s <laughs> take a walk around find sort of shawarma grab sort- yourself a shawarma and figure out what's the so story. it is but it is shawarma there's well, a shawarma in there. but it's there's but i get but i stuff. get matt's question because it's like Sorta shawarma sounds like it's not really shawarma, and that's what it is. It's not really shawarma because half beef patty. Uh, See, half beef patty. (laughs) What? Yeah, it's listen. Sort of shawarma. There's too much going on. You mean instead of like (laughs) a cocoa bun, it's a pita? Like that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. And there's lettuce in there. It's piping hot. (laughs) So (laughs) hot lettuce. Why would we want hot? No one wants it. Okay. And you're gonna put that in a gun and shoot it. At, at, <laughs> and I mean, like, I mean, like, no. I, it's like when you go to paintball or something, and uh, there's those hardcore people who've like changed their guns so it goes faster. It's just like yeah. flaking on everybody. Oh I want God. these sort of shawarmas to fire like fast. No, like this is like light a fire on a speaker style. Like you know what? Let's honor the speaker. Lower it. And light the whole thing on fire. We'll have a Burning Man style thing with the speaker. Are they wrapped? <laughs> like oh, they're, they're wrapped. You're not, you're, bro, you can't just throw food at me like that. And, <laughs> yeah, you can. You know yeah, what you, mean? I'm not I'm throwing. Not, I'm shooting. That's the question. Are they I'm not Chris Rock, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're not slapping me and walking off, brother. <laughs> listen, and you're not, not with sort of nothing. <laughs> Bro, I mean, that's the real issue. Is that if Will I can Smith catch a shawarma, a shawarma. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch a shawarma. But don't just okay. Catch, food catch a shawarma. See if you can handle the hot lettuce, though. You know what I mean? Um, or maybe they fired and there's a little parachutes for shawarma. It's a good um, contest idea. Catch the shawarma. Catch the shawarma. You know, stay for the lettuce. Uh, okay, let's let's lettuce. let's move on. Let's talk some NBA. <laughs> Maddie D, good sir, uh, fire up your weirdest, and I think you probably got some new cameos. NBA sting. I don't like balls. I don't like anything of the kind. But he is some NBA talk. Wow. Okay, that sounds like Kate Blanchett. I guess. No, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing Dame Judy Dench. Very good. Oh, I'm three for three. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't catch exactly what she said. Yeah, what did she say? I don't like balls. I don't like anything of the kind. But he is some NBA talk. She doesn't like balls. She doesn't like anything balls. She doesn't like balls. She doesn't like anything of the kind. But here's some NBA talk. Is that from is that from cats? I've never seen cats. Does she say that in cats? She's Who talking about know? a ball of yarn and cats like that. Yeah, that is a okay. Cool. Is that when he, is that when it's actually from, rips it's, off his coat and he's like, is that cat naked? Um, it's actually from cats. No. 
That cast was so big. I'm like, she could have been in. Cats. I just asked her. I yeah. said, "Can you do a little plug for the NBA segment?" And she goes, "Oh, I don't like balls. Is this basketball? I don't like balls." And you Whoa. were already recording her. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck! I only have ten seconds. I can record. I got to make it count." Maddie D, I'm so happy that you secretly record all these celebrities. That's sick. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, uh, let's let's. Is it talk from some... the wait? Is it from the movie Notes on a Scandal? No. No, I think Matt's editing. Some, he has some <laughs> weird voice pro. I don't think these are real things. <laughs> uh, uh, Is she a dame? I don't know. Is Matt <laughs> finding real audio? I don't think so. Um, okay. I'm going to you first, uh, Matt Henry. So this is the second year in a row that, uh, you know, Shea Gildress Alexander is just looking incredible while also playing for a team that is clearly trying hard to lose. They tanked as hard as they could last year. They lost out in the lottery, you know, didn't get Barnes. They were, they drafted behind the Raptors. This is, this is the really, in my opinion, ugly side of tanking when you're just sort of trying to spin assets without a plan and you're wasting really good players careers. Um, So, that got me thinking, like, I feel like a lot of people could agree, like, that's someone, he needs to be rescued from a scenario. He, like, I want to see that guy in a good team. But, uh, you know, who else out there it, it needs to be relocated, needs to, needs a different situation based on where they are? Um, It's <coughs> LeBron James, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, damn, it does suck. It he's having he's he's hooping, and uh, the Lakers are not good. I was I was at the that Laker Raptor game though, where Russell Westbrook decided to you know finally play, but um, yeah, and yeah. never play again, dude. What are they? What are they doing to the, for this guy right now? And he he's he's about to be in the play-in. You know what I mean? They're, they're almost mm-hmm. out altogether. So I mean, do you? Do, does he shut it down? Do they? So they only got, got a couple games left. So hey, and all the, maybe you know, there's you know your obvious answers like you know Damian Lillard. What's going on over there? Mm-hmm. But is loyalty gonna is is that gonna cost him uh, mm-hmm. an opportunity to get anything? But yeah, my answer is uh, LeBron James. No, I think it's good. I mean, you know, I'm sure some people would argue it's sort of self-inflicted as far as like, you know, like the way he uh, he's not the GM, but he has big sway, Um, you know, traded a lot of young talents who are all doing, I say, very well. Right. I mean, like whether it's like, you know, Randall, uh, Ingram, Ball. Russell, like those are players that he could be playing with. Uh, but, you know, the guy, Anthony Davis, had won the chip, but Anthony Davis is is often injured. And then he got Russell. and um, But, yeah, he's balling. So he's sort of doing on the court what he's supposed to be doing. He somehow managed to stay healthy. His ankle's clearly messed up. I definitely am like, you know, team witness. I love LeBron. I want to see him. You know, deep in the playoffs, uh, you know, I know he's tortured Raptors with the, you know, LeBronto. I'm happy we now have Pascal California, but still, it's like, it's you know, you want to see LeBron doing his thing. And yeah, life is better when LeBron's when LeBron is good, and honestly, the Warriors uh, when they're good and the Lakers are good, like that. That's that's basketball. Like that's the it's, yeah, that's time to watch it. 
Yeah. I, I think that's really fair. It's a, it's, it's good. It's good entertainment. And um, I mean, yeah, people are going to look back at this, this Lakers tenure and be like, didn't make the playoffs, won the championship, made the play in, got smoked by the Suns, And then, you know, we're in the play in again, like pretty unsuccessful, except, you know, you won the championship. So that's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Catherine, who's your, who's your, uh, your rescue candidate? Um, I have a bit of an unusual pick. Okay. But I'm going with Yaka Pertle. Oh, no, I like that. That's good. Yaka Pertle is a very solid role player. He's almost averaging a double-double this year with 13.5 points and 9.3 rebounds. That's his averages uh, this season. I think he could be a great contributor on a championship team. And also just how fun would it be to be able to say NBA champion Yaka Pertle? He's already very iconic. We just yeah. need to add champion to his name. He is, I mean, he's got his own game, Pertle. Uh, there's there's yeah, Wordle, there's Hurdle, and there's Pertle. So Damn. shout out to the man. Um, Pertle's a great, a great candidate for this. Um, Lillard was, was sort of mine, but I, I was kind of wrestling between like, Lillard uh, and Beal, uh, and then you know I'm 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 a little bit stuck, but I think the guy that I'm actually feeling the most, and this might this might come as a surprise to some, but it's painful for me to see JV balling out this whole season, and you know them not get Zion. I know they got McCollum. I also but, thought about JV as well. I just you know he's he's a really good player, and like I, I think. I, I, I was obviously very pro Gasol trade, still am, but I, he's someone who I think has worked hard and he's got himself to a good point in his career. And I would love to see him on a team that is like a really good, good team. And I feel like he's the type of guy that could lessen his role. He could do what he he's a very do what the team needs type guy. Uh, Sabonis was my other guy for, I mean, like anyone that goes to Sacramento, I'm like, please rescue this man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also thought about saying the entire Sacramento Kings, but I think a few of those players can stay there. <laughs> a lot of the Sacramento Kings need to be saved. That franchise needs to be saved. Yeah. I'm with you on JV and you know what? I personally think he's a more versatile player than he gets credit for. Like, I think That's he's fair. seen as somebody who like clogs the paint too much and stuff. And I'm like, this guy can very much spread the floor and he does have an outside shot. And I don't know why he has this reputation that, that he does clog the pain and that you can't win with him. Or I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, um, I mean, Memphis has been great this year, mm -hmm. but I think they would have been great with JV on the team. Like, I don't know if they needed to, I, they only traded for Steven Adams because they didn't want to pay him. And I'm just like, why doesn't anyone want to pay this guy? Like, he is really good. Yeah, I think, like, the one thing I feel with JV that is, is still there, but he's really improved in this category, too, is when you're center, you know, defend – and people say it about Towns, too, right? Like, defending the pick and roll is your main job, and he's always a step slow. And guys score easily on him. And when you have a center okay, that's fair. that is like that, it kind of just it really caps your defense, but he has improved there. And also, you know, he's not like, like, he's not like, you know, Nikolai Vucevic or something like he's like, 
He's yeah. like strong and he's like incredible. I mean, Vucevic is strong too and a good rebounder, but like <clears throat> JV is like league leading style rebounder. And, and also I think his will, he, he doesn't like have a lack of toughness or anything. So I feel like he's one of those guys who won't stop improving. He won't stop getting smarter, but yeah, his offense is so incredible and his rebounding is so incredible. And, and I do totally agree. He has a lot more versatility than he gets credit for his, is even his screen setting is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a traditional center, man. And I think that's what's uh, the scary thing and why people may not want to necessarily pay him just because with the way the direction of the league is moving, mm-hmm. it's not really uh, cater to his style of game. Like he's getting better, obviously, but the things he has to get better at, you know, guys his size are a lot better at, you know what I mean? Like, if you, I'm, and Bede's like the obvious, uh, I guess, comparison for like mm-hmm. top center, but he can do everything. And like you said, he's and beats faster. You know what I mean? Like he's not, uh, he's not as quick as he, it's the style. It's, uh, that's what's, I think, keeping people from wanting to pay him a right. lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Let's stick with you, Matt Henry. Pick one team from either conference. Who's like a playoff slash play in team? that people are sleeping on, like who's going to be a, I don't want to say a surprise in the playoffs, but you know, who do you think is, a, is going to have a decent or good playoff run uh, or be a tough out that people are not talking about? Um, People are talking about, I think Memphis is really good, man. Um, I think mm-hmm. they're going to have a, a really good showing and I would like to see the Hornets get in there. I, I think they're a great team. Every time I see Hornets highlights, they're slam dunking basketballs. You know what I mean? Um, LaMelo, LaMelo is a great player. They're already. exciting, man. They're really yeah. exciting. So uh, I wouldn't mind uh, having the Hornets, uh, you know, ball out a little bit. Yeah, I, I think Hornets are a great pick. They're like, they're definitely like all offense, but also like that's fun, right? There's teams that are yeah. all defense. And I mean, like they like every once in a while you watch a Hornets game. It's like, are they up by like 60? This is crazy. <laughs> like they have this like propensity to just like, yep. like, you know, I feel like the Raptors don't have much of a killer instinct, but I feel like the Hornets do. And it's almost like the Raptors are like more steady, but the Hornets have this thing where it's like, they smell blood or whatever, or like, yep. I don't know what do Hornets eat other bees. Okay. That analogy fell apart. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say I was gonna say the hornets. Do you smell. need the birds and the bees lesson? <laughs> I was gonna say a hornet, hornets want honey, but I'm like, wait, do hornets have honey? So sorry. Um, listen, if you are a hornet or bee expert, please call me. I'm in urgent need of uh, some education. Catherine, who is your team? I want to see that episode of National Geographic. <laughs> hornets eating other hornets (laughs) oh man all right so my pick okay in terms of teams that we're sleeping on i think it's the denver nuggets because Mm. the denver nuggets have had a great season considering massive like you know really bad injuries to two of their top three players and i think they have more depth than people give them credit for and currently they're sixth 
in the West and they would, if the playoffs started today, they would face the golden state warriors and the warriors have been struggling lately um, without Steph Curry. And it could be a serious first round upset. Like uh, this could be huge. Like they could actually knock out the warriors. If Steph Steph isn't back. And I don't, um, when I first read up on his injury, it said, um, he was out indefinitely. Like there was no timetable for his return. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's been updated. I didn't get to look that up before we started today, but yeah. Like if Steph is not back, that could be a serious first round upset. Great choice. And I feel like, you know, anytime the golden state warriors, like, you know, when they have lost, it's like if Steph has rolled an ankle or is a step slow, it just kind of prevents him from being the explosive player that he needs to be uh, and, you know, getting that extra space for, for shooting. So, but yeah, Denver nuggets, like it's sort of like the, the MVP narrative is always weird, but I feel like there was some Jokic fatigue and it was kind of like Embiid versus Jokic, but it seems like Jokic is really starting to edge him out. Yeah. Um, If I, let me just have a quick look, but I think that, you know, the, the record conversation is, is sort of moot because, they're so, about the same. They're about the same record, right? So, like, the Nuggets have a 592 win percentage, and the Sixers, oh, well, you know, Sixers are a little bit up, 622. So that's significant. But, yeah, like, Jokic is amazing. You know, uh, Porter Jr. might return, and um, uh, also Murray, right? So those are, like, like massive additions. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to um, return for the playoffs or not, but yeah, that would be huge. I mean, it's so hard to like, I don't know if there's been a precedent set for somebody missing an entire season like Murray has. I mean, he's mm-hmm. missed a whole calendar year of basketball, mm-hmm. right? And and Porter Jr. went out at the beginning of this season for them to come back like in the playoffs. I don't know if there's a precedent for that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's a good point. Um, so for me, I'm kind of torn. Like I don't have like an exact team. I kind of think the Suns, in some respect are just like bulldozing the league and have the eye of the tiger. Like we lost in the finals. Yeah. Uh, I think the bucks people are maybe a bit bored of, but could win the championship again. Um, and the other teams I have, so the Jazz are like, I think my real answer, because I think the Jazz are good. And it's sort of this thing where Gobert has to prove that he can be a bigger impact player in the playoffs for people to care. But the team's well-constructed and they are good. Mitchell, if healthy, is like a total star in the playoffs. Um, so I think you shouldn't totally sleep on on the jazz maybe it's the fact that they're going to go up against like luca that people yeah. are like i don't know well I, I personally i think that it's a do or die year for the jazz this season definitely like if they don't get out of the second round which i think is like kind of likely but if they don't get out of the second round like quinn snyder's gone there's already rumors that he's going to go to la and replace Vogel on the Lakers. It's like, that's so wild that that's already a rumor because it, it's like no one's been fired yet. But that's yeah. a rumor. I mean, yeah, I think I, I'm with you in that the pressure is on the Jazz and they have a lot to prove and they've been through that. Okay, we've lost in the playoffs and we've still kind of regrouped and we know who we are kind of thing that you see a lot of other teams go through and then they're able to 
um, get past that. Like, like the Bucks, like the Bucks lost in the playoffs a few years in a row, and then they were finally able to break through. Right. So the Jazz could have that going for them, but they mm-hmm. could easily not. They're interesting for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think the Jazz definitely have some sort of like deficiencies that will, uh, you know, they have to overcome. But that's sort of my angle. Right. I think they're this team that could overcome. Mm-hmm. But uh, folks, buddies, that that does it for the pod. Uh, this was a really, really fun, silly episode. I really appreciate you both. Uh, let me just shout out, you know, everyone who's been sharing and, 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 you know, posting about the podcast and, you know, whatever, subscribing, like all that stuff matters and it all helps and we, it's all appreciated. So thank you. And, uh, yeah, let me go to you first, Catherine. What's up? What do you want people to know about? Um, you know, we'll obviously post your socials, but, uh, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. So, uh, my MBA pod, uh, buckets and tea MBA shows available in Raptors Republic. Uh, Freddie and I do a WNBA pod called the pickup. Uh, we'll have a new episode out this week with, uh, Brittany Griner updates and other WNBA updates and, uh, outside of basketball stuff, my episode of son of a critch airs tonight written by myself. So you can catch that on CBC gem. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah, good times. Hell yeah. Follow Catherine, support Catherine. Watch Son of a Critch. It's doing well. (laughs) Watch Um, a show about people in Newfoundland from the 1980s. Very relatable content for us millennials. (laughs) 100%. 1980s, big rock. Yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Matt Henry, what's up? Where, where are you sitting down next? Uh, that's a good question. So uh, I'm all <laughs> over the place stand-up wise. So if you want to keep up, I got to, I got to check my calendar too, actually go to, uh, check me out on Facebook, facebook.com comedian, Matt Henry. Uh, that's where all my stuff is. So as I know, you'll know, um, you know, I got, I got things coming down the pike. It's, uh, I'm excited. Um, yeah. So follow me on Facebook and you'll get all that stuff. Hell Yeah. Uh, find this dude. He's hilarious. Like always makes me laugh. Always comes with the goods. And yeah, that's, that's it for the pod. It was a fun one. Thank you again, Maddie D. If you feel like we're done, please uh, give me those beautiful send off words. Okay. The Renter Raptors. Who's their mascot? Fred Flintstone. (laughs) Wow. Is that Gilbert Godfrey? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it was. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!